0: Welcome to The Global Marketing Show, the podcast for all things international business. I'm your host, Wendy Pease, President of Rapport International and a translation expert. Come along with me today as we talk to an expert in the global marketing world about facing their biggest fears, hearing about mistakes they made or saw, discussing best practices, and sharing fun travel language and culture stories. Welcome to a special edition of the Global Marketing Show. Today, host Wendy Pease conducts an on-the-spot interview with an attendee of the XIM Conference in Washington DC that was held in December of 2022. The XIM Conference is an opportunity for attendees to learn about the Export-Import Bank of the United States' financing tools, as well as network and explore opportunities for global exporting with other attendees and vendors. We hope you enjoy today's guest and keep listening for more episodes from this amazing conference. Welcome to this episode of the Global Marketing Show. And this is a continuation of the series of interviews that we're doing at the XM conference in DC. And our next guest is Tracy Gray. She has got so many awards and so many interesting things about her that I don't even know where to start. She's a top 50 influential women. She's done a TEDx talk. She co-wrote articles. She has been Senior Advisor for International Business to the LA Mayor. It goes on and on and she's the founder and managing partner of the 22 Fund. So Tracy, welcome so much. Thank you for having me, I'm excited to talk to you. Oh yes, you're doing some amazing things with investment and equity and justice in the financial sector. So why don't you tell me about the 22 Fund and what you're doing?
1: So the 22 Fund is a early growth venture capital fund, and we invest in manufacturing companies to help increase their export capacity or their international sales. We are a mission-driven fund, meaning that we expect high impact and high returns. And the, retur- the impact comes from the fact that exporting companies are more successful higher revenues and they are most likely located in a low and moderate income communities not exporting, but manufacturing companies
0: okay so you find the manufacturers that are in low-income communities you help them export and that raises the whole community yes because you pay higher wages exactly offer opportunities yes and
1: exporting when coupled with manufacturing the wages are ninety four thousand a year on average and are more likely to have health care we're also, our mission is to increase generational wealth for women and people of color. Yes. And so that's what we do. And we're, and we're mainly climate. We only invest in climate, clean tech, sustainable manufacturing companies. Because manufacturing can be rather a dirty industry. Oh,
0: right, right. So tell me, like give me some examples of the companies that you're working with and where they're located. So. I should say that we are,
1: our mission is to create what we call the clean quality jobs of the future in low and moderate income communities. That all happens from our strategy. So a couple examples, one company we invested in, it's a black woman, an LGBTQ woman, who makes a fertilizer and a grow medium for indoor farming from food waste. So it's a circular economy. And what the reason we invested in her is that we see the issues in like sub-Saharan Africa and in Central America with the lands never coming back from the climate change and most of the subsistence farmers around the world are women. And so we see a solution to these farmers is potential for indoor farming. Or vertical farming, and so this medium will help with for organic indoor farming. Not just there's no chemicals in it; it's all
0: clean. And so that's one. That's example. fantastic. So you, so the women can use this fertilizer to grow their own food, and then create a business yeah, to support. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're. That's what we see. So, we, so
1: indoor farming. I'm not sure. We have to do a little more research on what's happening around indoor farming
0: globally, but we see that's the future. Uh, do you, you must be familiar with Opportunity International. No. That's a perfect marriage for that business. It's... They're an, a nonprofit that d- does micro lending to women, in particular, to help them, like, buy a sewing machine oh, to start okay. a business. So that's
1: the Opportunity kind of thing. International.
0: Yes, yes. Filing that in weekend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. At Poor International. We've donated to them before to, to help support that mission. Okay. Yeah. Great.
1: Great. Yeah. I'm gonna look at that. And then another example, a company that we're looking at right now. So that company was called Renewable. Uh-huh. And this company, another company we're looking at, which is a Nature Coatings, it's a white woman. She makes a, a carbon black dye. So the most used dye in the world is carbon black. You know, you have it on, everyone has black on, and you use black as a base for blue, a lot of different colors. But it's made from petroleum, typically. So it's, the textile industry is the second most polluting industry in the world after oil and gas. Wow. And a lot of it is from these chemicals and these dyes that leach into rivers and streams. So she's come up with a carbon black that's made from wood waste. So once again, it's not using any new materials, it's leftover materials, so another circular economy business. And she's going to locate her manufacturing in a small town in Georgia that has it's i think it's like 52 percent black and the average wage is only thirty thousand dollars so she's going to bring up the wages in this community and it all happens just from our investment strategy so those are the type of companies and we do anything from we were industry agnostic so we even have a hair care product for textured hair and the co-founder of that company, Sienna Naturals, is Issa Ray, the actress, yeah. who has this amazing following. So yes, that is yes. one reason we invested in it, because consumer products, it's hard to figure out who's going to win, who's going to yeah. rise above the noise. It's all marketing at that point, and having someone like that with her platform is really, what's really important to us to make that investment. And it's a clean product and it's the first one where a dermatologist has tested and approved it, recommended it. So, that's kind of the, the type of businesses we do. We even have an we have an EV an EV uh, charging company. We have so many, you know, so many different because <laughs> we don't care what industry as long as you have products that are wanted around the world or needed around the world.
0: Okay, so let's bring the international part of it. You said that, you know, consumer product that's where marketing comes in, mm-hmm. but marketing comes in across all the yes. industries. How are they doing the global marketing? A lot of them are just starting
1: to mm-hmm. export. So we have a relationship with commerce, SBA, and XM Bank. And so we kind of provide this concierge service for them. We have a contact that helps them move through the process to export and helps them with their market analysis, the marketing partners on the ground. In the all the things you need to export, we have these relationships. We're the first company, the first venture fund to focus on exports. So it's new, we're trying out different things. We're gonna learn and see how it works. But having the relationship with this all of government approach to manufacturing and to exports is really helpful. And that's just happened in this administration. Yes. So it's really exciting for our companies to see that we can
0: help them that way. I, I, I think it's brilliant. I worked at the portfolio companies for venture-funded companies. And so I've had my finger on the pulse uh, yeah. of what's going on there. And I've just looked at the investors going, why are you not doing this? So I have a call with a business school classmate of mine coming up to talk to him about why aren't you talking to your companies about this and this is the potential for it. So, I think you're brilliant. I think you're absolutely <laughs> well, it's, brilliant. It's just you
1: know, our country is a very insular country, yes. we're a consumer-based economy. So we expect to sell just to each other. But you know, the last recession, we were hit hard because of that because yes. you, they weren't exporting. Right. Because if it's 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 not. I like to say it's not rocket science. And yes. I worked on the space shuttle program, so I know exactly <laughs> what rocket science is. I was a systems engineer. It's it's. Diversification around the world. So if one market is having some macroeconomic shock, you have yes. some place to sell. But yes. if you only sell in the United States, then yes. you're hit hard. And that's why we were hit so bad in the last recession. Potential recession coming up, we're doing it again. You know, And we need to get our companies to understand that exporting and I think it's fear that stops people, fear of the yes. unknown, fear of being taken advantage, fear of being mm-hmm. cheated, fear of everything. And our, you know, government and the nonprofits and service providers that help companies export, they don't market themselves. So no one even knows. Most people yeah.
0: don't know who XM Bank is. Most small businesses. No, no. <laughs> no, they don't. And we're and so, trying to change that to like, Yeah. So tell me about the conference. You're here, the XM Bank. What do you hope to get out of this? Well, I was newly appointed to the Women Advancing
1: Women in Business Advisory Council for XM Bank. It's the first time they've had an advisory council focused just on women. So that's really exciting. So I was there yesterday where the advisory council, the larger advisory council had their meeting with all of us attending. Then we had we split off and did our individual council meetings. So I was there for that yesterday and then today I'm speaking on a plenary on women, women exporting, women businesses. I don't know if they've done that before, but having the chair, Rita Joe, who's a woman, and a woman of color, it really does change how people approach the business of exporting, and yes. so that's really exciting. So That's why I'm here, and just getting to seeing old friends that we haven't seen in a long time. I just heard Isabel Guzman, who is the SBA administrator, She's a friend, and she's talking about the connection between SBA and Exim Bank, and how exporting is throughout the government. And so they have their yes. products and services around export. So there's, and she's a woman of color. So it's it's the time is now for women and people of color to really be able to leverage what the government is doing.
0: Yeah, I've heard so many stories of people of color that are exporting and do phenomenally mm-hmm. well because. Yes. Because the diversity that is inherent in doing global business Mm -hmm. exactly so it's it's wonderful to hear yeah talking about the advisory board for your the people that are doing if you ever need anybody on global marketing certainly turn them on to this or we'll send them a. oh I will I'll let our I'll
1: let our council know and hopefully I'll let the chair of Exim Bank know
0: yeah, yeah, great, because let's get this community going and rising. Yeah,
1: especially that you're a woman doing this, and it's just so hard for women, especially women of color, too, yeah. to feel comfortable and have the capital. So we're trying to provide the capital that doesn't exist for these companies, especially for manufacturers, especially for women, just for people of color. It's all of the lack of the capital gaps that are in the system that we're trying to address with our First-time fun doing this.
0: Yes, there's another program called the 10KSB. Have you heard of that yeah. program? It's 10,000 small businesses. It's oh yeah, a- I know it's from Goldman Sachs that launched yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's another program to get entrepreneurs in to get some of the basics down and then to build yeah. their growth plan that would be exported.
1: Yeah, and we're trying to does. Ten thousand businesses do do exporting. They don't
0: do. No, 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 no. They don't do exporting, but to help with the business plan, you know, to go, you could overlap growth strategy that you build mm-hmm. in that plan with the exporting. So they, they work together mm-hmm. and, there's, and even if your investees don't go to that, it's a good resource for you to find people that you might want to invest in.
1: Yeah. So I, I found with 10,000 women, it's really super small companies that I didn't, unless it's changed, because I was, when they launched it, I was in the mayor's office. And they launched it in LA. And ten thousand
0: small, uh, ten thousand women is different than ten thousand small, small businesses. businesses. You, did both. you did both. Yeah, and okay. I thought they were.
1: But I'll look and see. What, what
0: size companies are you looking for? Cash
1: flow positive companies. You know, not a million in EBITDA because that can be high. But you know, they're cash flow positive. You know, positive EBITDA. And so that's not really. Some of our companies are earlier. But only if we see that they can export around the world immediately. There are small companies, startups, tech startups. But I'll, I'll revisit 10,000 businesses to see if, what type of companies they have. We tend to see, our companies don't need any kind of business assistance other than exports, right? They don't okay, need, so they're, they've yeah, got more there's traction plenty of them. companies. So women and people of color get a lot of mentoring, a lot of technical assistance, okay. but no capital no checks so moving on from they we don't need any more assistance teaching, teaching training assistant just give us just, the capital just give us, us capital and we'll do well take off
0: the blinders give exactly. us the money exactly. and show us the door we're yeah gonna go through. so, so that's okay. what i'm pushing
1: because i believe that people do the technical assistance to kick the can down the road because they don't want to give yeah. investment capital to these companies and we these com- that's what they need. No more no more technical assistance. No more. Ta-
0: oh, you're taking <laughs> yeah. it to the next level. I yeah, love it. Yeah.
1: Why are, how many men have to get technical assistance all the time? Right. And people white men do not. No one first thing they say to white men, "Oh, we'll give you technical assistance." And that is never said by anyone, but always said to
0: us. That is so true. I had never thought about that or noticed it. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Here I thought it was something nice that yeah. we get technical assistance. I mean, it's nice, but... but that's all we get. So right, we need to stop to talking about that. And do it. And
1: have checks written. We don't need any more mentorship or all that stuff. We need checks.
0: Che- okay, okay. <laughs> so what motivated you to start this? Or what was the idea? Well, I fell into venture I literally fell into
1: venture capital back in the 2000, 1999, 2000. And while I was doing that, um, there were no women people of color coming in to get capital. Oh, yeah. And as an engineer, I was like, that doesn't make any sense, because the evidence is the majority of the people in this country are women and people of color. Those are the majority of the people, yet were investing in a very small market, which Business 101 is don't invest in a shrinking market. Invest in a growing market. So it didn't make sense to me. And so from that time, I wanted to start my own fund, but I didn't want to rinse and repeat or copy and paste what white guys in Silicon Valley are doing. I wanted to do, find a gap, Mm -hmm. and that's how we, that's why I decided in manufacturing, because manufacturing is so important to our economy, it's the foundation of our economy, but very little money is going into manufacturing, very little money was going into clean tech, more money is going into it now, and very little money is going into women and people of color. So I thought, okay, let me put them all together and, and have the highest impact we can, and I believe we have, Large, we'll have a greater impact on communities than any other strategy that you look at.
0: Absolutely, building good jobs is like mm-hmm. number one. A good infrastructure enough to build the good jobs. to put that in. Yeah. Well, that's impressive. I know you want to get back to the conference, <laughs> <That's> so <right. laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple of questions. How can people reach you?
1: If you go to our website, there's a contact us on the web- website, so just go to that. So the22fund.com. The and it's 22 the, with the, the 2 The22fund.com. The where number did 22 two. come from? So there were 22 men and women of color called the Pobladores who founded Los Angeles. And that's where you got the name.
0: Oh, I knew there had to be a good story <laughs> yeah, there. OK, so the website is wwwthe 22, 22 fund.com. Yes. Okay. And you know this question's coming. What is your favorite foreign word? And I think I'm getting this right. It's jambo, which is it's the
1: language in Kenya, Swahili, okay. and it means welcome. Oh, and it I just sounds that. like jumbo. <laughs> like it sounds like welcome. Like there's gonna be a party when you come. And so I just love when I was in, I was in Tanzania and they speak Swahili too. And it's like jumbo. jumbo. It's like oh, it's a party
0: wherever you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. We've got somebody who works for us, Linda, who does our social media that lives in Kenya. So okay. I'll have to call yeah, her and say jumbo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh good. Well, thank you so much. Any final words or recommendations before we sign off? I would say everyone look at exporting because
1: you can, you're already competing on a global stage here because all these companies from around the world are coming to the United States, but we're not going to their countries. So there's an opportunity to beat your competition and grow your business super fast if you take that jump and start exporting.
0: Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right, thank you. That'll be the clip of the day. Oh, good, 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 good. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you, reaching out. That's a wrap for this session. A big thanks to you for listening to the Global Marketing Show. Hope you had just as much fun as I did. New sessions launch weekly on all places you find podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and of course on our website. If you know someone interested in this topic, please tell them about us. Au for now.